Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Joey Vitale views things a little differently. Just imagine how he looks at hockey. This is The View from Vitale, brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. It's a fast lane on 101 ESPN with Kerry Davis. I'm Anthony Stoltz. Let's head to our 101 ESPN Celebrity Line. It's our weekly chat with our guy Joe Vitale. What's up, Joe? What's up, fellas? Doing well today. Now, Jamie went down to Mexico. I know you've got family obligations, but did, did you have an opportunity to kind of relax this week? Yeah, there's no off days anymore. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's just on days. There, there's no off time. It's just on all the time. Yeah, too yeah. many too many little kids. And, and listen, I'm not, I'm not complaining, man. That that was my doing. That was my wife and I's decision. All good to go. We uh, we have to hang in with and, and live with our uh, the results of our decision. There you go. That's well said. <laughs> well said. Uh, so the big the big announcement today, Joe, is that the Blues and the Blackhawks in 2025 will play the Winter Classic at Wrigley Field. I, when it comes to you know this matchup, great. When it comes to the venue, historic. This this is shaping up, I think, to be one of the better uh, world classics, what world classics, winter classics that the NHL could have. Yeah, this is going to be exciting. I know certainly the players uh, they still get really excited about it. You know, there's there's something about not only playing outside in front of all those people, but when you have it at like a monumental place like course Wrigley, it, it makes it that much more special. I had the the honor and privilege of playing in one myself uh, at Soldier Field in Chicago, so the same city, but we played at Soldier Field, which of course, you know, again, that's another historic venue. I remember spending, I don't know, maybe twelve, thirteen thousand dollars on tickets, you know, because of course Chicago, St. Louis was pretty close. I flew out. Uh, I, I didn't even know half the family members that I bought tickets for. <laughs> family members coming out of the woodwork. I'm and sure. <laughs> all, all kinds of money. And I tried to get the cheapest ones in that kind of middle bowl, upper bowl. And it turns out that was the year that it was that huge blizzard in Chicago. And uh, they had to stop the game every three minutes. You randomly just be carrying the puck, and all of a sudden the whistle would or the horn would go, and they'd bring out the shovels because you kept losing the puck. That's how much snow it was. And at the end of the day, I spent all that money for all those tickets and all those people sat upstairs and just watched. They, they basically just watched the blizzard. They told me at the end of the game they couldn't tell who was who. They couldn't even tell which team had the puck. So uh, serves me wrong there. I'll never do that again. But, you know, the Blues have had some – Wonderful historic games there. Of course, the one most recently we, we froze our butts off up there in Minnesota a couple of years back. That one was amazing, and uh, this is going to be a great thing, not only for the city of St. Louis, but also Chicago and the entire National Hockey League. Joey, what is this, this moment? I mean, it, it's a obviously a great game, but for a player, when you're playing in that moment, are you are you realizing the importance of it and, and how cool this moment is? You know, it's a, it's a great question, you know, Kerry. And to answer your question, it's. I'll never forget our, our head coach in Pittsburgh, Dan Bilesma, when we were about to take the to the field, I guess you could say, at Soldier Field. And 
there was really no X's and O's. There was no, you know, let's go out there and play a certain way. It was just go out there and enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Just go out there and enjoy it. And and I and I think I could speak for all the coaches who end up winning or losing. I think it's the same the same thing. You just want to go out there and enjoy the experience, whether you win five or lose five nothing. Go out there and, and be a kid again. I mean, that's what's nostalgic about it is, you know, we all grew up skating on ponds, skating outdoors, and, you know, all the rinks that I used to skate up growing up here in St. Louis, Cokia Mounds, Grand City. Heck, even Kirkwood was an outdoor rink when I was a kid as well. So we had plenty of outdoor rinks. So just to go out there and just to soak it in, whether you play good, you play bad, doesn't really matter. Just you know, try to have some family there and just uh, enjoy the experience, enjoy being outside. And It certainly is one of those memorable games I'll never forget, and these players will feel the same way. All right, Joe, we were having a debate here, you being a native St. Louis, and what jerseys should they wear for the Winter Classic? Man, I tell you what, I think, I think you got to go with those Heritage Blue. I love those Heritage Blue. They bring them out, of course, on, on home games on Saturday nights. The old Bobby Plager looks. Maybe even go back a little more vintage even maybe a couple years before that. There's a really great jersey in the Blues locker room right now. Right when you walk in by the stick rack, and you guys have been there and seen pictures, but it's a little bit more retro than the classic blues, the winter classic blues they have on Saturdays now. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit different yellow, I would say, tint, and maybe just a little bit different design on the on the blue. I would say you got to go something classic like that. But, you know, the real question to me is always the, the one statement piece is what are the coaches going to wear, what are the coaches going to do. We've seen them wear those kind of old-school uh, old school Italian hats. We've seen shoots in the past. We've seen cowboy hats. I mean, that, that to me is kind of the one, the one area to keep an eye on. It's always a little fun to have with that. But, like I said, just, I know both teams certainly getting excited and amped up and and going to be hosting, of course, uh, you know, Connor Bedard. He'll be, he'll be front and center, hopefully, assuming his health next year and everything goes well. But uh, just an electric player who is going to be uh, continuing to become uh, the face of the National Hockey League. So it'll be, it'll be a great game, no doubt. So, Joe, the Blues don't return to action until Saturday when they take on the Sabres in Buffalo. The Buffalo Buffaloes, as we affectionately call it because of uh, <laughs> our guy Chris Duncan. Um, but when it comes to the second half in general, is there one thing that winds up turning, make, making the biggest difference between the Blues being on the outside, looking in for a playoff spot, and of course being in? You know, I think it's a, it's a great question, and I think I know it sounds pretty benign or it sounds pretty cliche, but you got to come out of this All Star break and you got to punch in a hurry. You know, you, you went on a nice five game run there. And, of course, you kind of maybe maybe gave one back to the Columbus Blue Jackets or else you won six in a row. But that five-game winning streak, that puts you in a playoff spot. But we've seen it so much. Man, you lose two, three out of break. You lose three out of four. Maybe you only win one out of the next three on the road trip here, Buffalo, Toronto, Montreal. And you're kind of like right back where you started. And, and that's what's crazy about these winning streaks. As great as it feels and great as it is and as much as it propels you in, in the standings, you won the other way, and you're right back to where you started. Look at the Seattle Kraken. They ran off with nine in a row. Then they dropped five in a row. And so they didn't really make up too much ground. So consistency is going to be the name of the game here down this stretch. they got 14 games before the trade deadline. So I think it's super important. They come out, they establish what they need to right off the hop. And that way you kind of give your general manager a little bit of an idea of what he's going to have to do moving forward. Do I think he's got a lot of his mind already made up about certain personnel? I think so. I think he's continuing to look – not only at this year, but more importantly, the next two, three, four, five years and beyond. But at the same time, this is a general manager that always wants to be competitive, always wants to figure out a way to get into the playoffs. So 
Can he figure out a sweet balance where you maybe add, subtract a little bit, but still make that playoff push? I think that's what they're going to do. But a lot's going to have to happen. With, uh, whatever happens here in the next six or seven games right out of this break is going to dictate a lot. Joey, we had Army on last week, and, and I asked him about you know getting some of those younger players' time. And obviously you want to get them playing time, but the goal is to win. As a former player, when you're a younger player, how important is it to get that time on the ice just to stay sharp and, and really prove to yourself that you can play at that level? Well, it's really important. And, you know, this is one of the areas why I think that Doug Armstrong has been pretty clear about his message with look at some younger players, carry like we see in, in Zachary Dean and Zachary Bolduke, two players in the minors who, um, you know, first round draft picks, uh, guys you picked up in the first round where, you're thinking, okay, when are they going to get an opportunity? When are they going to show face in the NHL? When are we going to get them some experience? But Doug's done a great job about his philosophy of developing, which I 100% agree with, is you keep those players down there as long as you need to until they really have found a good groove and they're comfortable down there. Uh, but also they got to figure out a point production. I mean, if you're a goal scorer, you need to be averaging around a point, a point per game in the minors before you really have an impact in the National Hockey League. That's how I've always felt about it. And you look at any player that's made an impact in the NHL, they really do need to establish themselves in the minors at being a point, a game production type of player. And right now, those two guys are not. The other thing, as far as a development standpoint, and this is something that happens in different ways throughout the league, but I think it's, I think Doug's bang on with it, is you cannot anoint these guys too soon. You have to let these guys really grind it out. You know, take those buses, eat those pizzas at three, four in the morning. You know, those those twelve hour bus trips. I mean, as tough as they are. That is, you're building something. You're building a, a fabric inside them. You're building a resilience about them. So when they get the opportunity, when they show face in the NHL, they're going to make the most of it. And I truly don't believe that a kid can really fully jump in and become what he needs to be in the NHL without going through that through that pain. Yeah, the Connor Bedards and the, the McDavid's, those are the exceptions. But for the most part, across the board, I think kids really do need to know what it is to play in the minors hockey to really grind it out, um, to, to play those three and fours, to play those three and threes. I mean, those are some tough games. But when you make it to the NHL, you've seen how they can really grab things a little bit quicker. And I think that's what Doug Armstrong's direction is. Joe, good stuff. Enjoy the week. And uh, looking forward to some blues hockey. Listen to you and Curbs and, and uh, you know the rest of the gang, Alex Ferrario, on, starting on Saturday. Hey, can't wait. You guys have a great day as well. All right. Thanks, Joe. We'll see you, buddy.